Welcome to the Music Talk podcast with me, Graham Farmer. In this series of conversations, I interview some of the biggest artists, DJs, and producers in the world. I hope you enjoy this series. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, Charlie T. Welcome to welcome to my Twitch channel. How are you doing? Hey, good, thank you. As you can hear, I'm a bit husky from Radio One's big weekend this weekend. But yeah, how, great. How was it fun? I want to ask you about Radio One that big weekend in a minute, actually. But yeah, was it good? Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, I've just realised I don't think my sound's coming out of the microphone, which would be helpful, wouldn't it? Let's try that. Is that better? Yeah, we've got. Oh, yeah, that's better. There we go. Yeah, there good, you good. go. Much better. I did there think I didn't sound. It makes my husky voice sound a bit better when I talk in a microphone with a bit of compression on. So it's much easier for everyone to listen to today. So we'll stick with that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. When we, I love it when we get either twi other Twitch presenters on or, or radio presenters because they come with nice mics and uh, it all sounds Aww. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try. <laughs> Okay, let, what I'm going to do, we've got loads of demos to do, but I thought I'd just have a quick chat to start with. Let's, let's, and I thought we'd jump into it. What we always yeah. do with us, the start, the start of our, our Twitch streams and Twitch chats is, I don't know when this started, but a while ago, because we're at lunchtime, we, I think we were talking about meal deals. And I think we then decided that we'd ask every interviewee what their go to meal deal was as a kind of icebreaker, like the kind of, you know, okay. Tesco, Sainsbury's. Yeah. You know, Pret, like mine always used to be the kind of really, really unhealthy tri triple breakfast from Tesco's because it was all, all that white bread and sausages. Oh, man, so good. But really unhealthy. I went on a bit of a health kick and it's now to us. I'm now on a salad. So, yeah. what is yours? So, I'm actually really boring because I can't eat gluten. So, that knocks out quite a lot of the meal deal options. So, I can't eat bread. <laughs> so, that's a bit rubbish. Um, it's going to have to be something quite healthy. I'm quite a health freak, actually. Some sort of salad, maybe like a tuna in this world from Pret. That makes me sound well posh, doesn't it? But it's just because I can't eat a lot of the sandwiches. It's not really a choice. It's kind of what we have. Um, <laughs> some sort of some sort of Pret combo, although Boots do do like a good gluten-free like cheese and tomato sandwich now, which is never my sandwich choice of choice, but it's kind of what I've got. So, yeah, something like that. Some sort of salt and vinegar crisps. Um, again, being gluten-free. I can't eat a lot of the crisps because they have wheat in them, so I'm pretty limited. So anything oh, no like way. sweet, yeah. So it's a bit annoying. Like forget like Monster Munch, Space Raiders. They're all out. None of the good stuff. None of the like McCoys. Can't eat those. I can't eat all the premium crisps, which are a bit rubbish. Um, but yeah, either like some salt vinegar, sweet chili, something something along that vibe, and then just a water. Because again, I don't drink fizzy drinks. I'm a bit. I'm a bit of a health freak. I'm a bit boring. But yeah, either like a like a water or a smoothie or something. Yeah, I yeah, a water, yeah, water or the or the mat like sometimes of the coke. But then we, I normally get the coke and we stick it in the fridge and use it for like mixers with the weekend. But yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and, yeah. And then, and then just have, and then just have it as have the water from the tap, like yeah, yeah. 
Good job. Uh, Shelly is loving your junglist network, junglist uh, ne- necklace. She's oh, got sick. Right. Yes. Big up all the junglists. Yeah, I wear this one quite a lot, actually. It's by Hoops and Chains, if anyone wants to know. It's um, all their jewellery is like rave inspired and it's all it's all sick. They're really cool. So let's let's get cracking. Um, <laughs> thank you for your meal deal. I love I love the meal deal. It's That's right. It's quite a boring one. I wish I had a more interesting meal deal for you, but there you go. So let's just talk about you. Um, you started on DMB Network. DMB, sorry, DMB. I'm just trying to get it's quite complicated you know because there's so many different names for it so you're all good it's drum and bass arenas uh kind of it was a streaming platform so it's called dmb tv was the name of the show and essentially it was drum and bass's kind of answer to boiler room except it was way before boiler room uh it's way before its time it used to be a weekly streaming show in a studio where we'd invite djs down i'd interview them and kind of host the show and yeah sick how was that 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 sounds amazing yeah i remember they were Really, I remember somebody telling me they were DMB Arena were like so early on the live thing, like mm-hmm. long, long before you even think of live, you know? Yeah, it was like the, those those shows were infamous. Like it helped launch the careers of people like who are, who used to be on the like Sigma, Fred V and Graphics, uh, all of like the hospital, like used to do them, like Spy, AMC started his career doing a lot of stuff with Drum and Bass Arena. So I was kind of passing through like Wilkinson, who I started, I'm trying to think around that generation, Dimension, all of that kind of generation of Drum and Bass artists that were coming through all kind of started doing those sorts of shows. So yeah, it was a really exciting time for Drum and Bass. And I feel we're having another one of those moments at the moment where it's we've done like a 360 and it's coming back around again. So yeah. Was it were you DJing and producing before that, or was that kind of like your first instance into into the into the scene? So no, that was that was kind of my first thing. I just come back from doing a season in Ibiza, and always loved music. Like was really into drum and bass and kind of house and techno at uni. Didn't really know what I was doing in my life when I finished my degree. And nothing to do with music, by the way, it was a psychology degree. But uh, yeah, I decided I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I was like, I always wanted to do a season in Ibiza because I've been going every year since I was 15. Absolutely love the <laughs> island. I've been 17 times now, I think. No way. I'm try to work it out. Yeah. And then I did a season. So I lived there for six months as well. And whilst I was out on a season there, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And one of my mates, Frenchie, out there was like, well, you're obsessed with electronic music and you don't stop talking. So that should be your job, whatever that is. You should do that. <laughs> um, it's like, and then he was like, radio, you should be a radio presenter. That's what you should do. And I was like, that's actually a really good idea. Um, so yeah, like I decided I wanted to do some sort of like music journalism. Um, so when I came back, applied for DMB TV, they were running a competition looking for a new host. And then, yeah, so that's kind of how it started. And that was my first job. So, yeah, the DJing and radio didn't come until until after that job. That was kind of my first step into the industry. Wow. And what, when was it? What years was this in? Like, just let's just set some kind of... So that was in 2012 nice. when I started at TMB TV. And then shortly after, about six months after, a local radio station called Westside FM um, actually picked me up because they saw me doing stuff on DMB TV and said to me, oh, have you ever thought about doing radio? You, I think you'd be really good at it. And I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to do it, but I just didn't really know how to get my foot in the door. Um, so yeah, Sonny hit me up from my side and started there. I used to do a Saturday night multi-genre dance music show and then started doing daytime as well, just to kind of practice. So yeah, I was doing three shows a week there for free, three hour round trip to get there. And then, yeah, that's kind of how my journey into radio started. So the, the plan was then always always radio and always kind of that, you've been on that journey since basically, I guess. Yeah, so I did Westside for 
three years before I started Kiss. Um, mm-hmm. Sent a few demos, didn't hear anything back, and then they had a competition at Kiss as well oh, called the Chosen, the Kiss Chosen One. Um, and six thousand people entered, and yeah, oh, I, nice. I I won basically. And then you went to Kiss, which is, and then you spent how long were you at Kiss? Seven and a half years I did Kiss for. And again, I kind of did a multitude of things. I always knew that I wanted to fuse kind of daytime broadcasting style with my specialist knowledge of dance music, a bit like kind of Annie Mac does and like Danny does with a crossover. So again, at Kiss, even though I'm known for my multi-genre dance music show that I did like on a Friday night, which started on a Sunday, then a Thursday, and then ended up on a Friday. I still did cover, I covered Ricky Melvin and Charlie on Kiss Breakfast. I covered Drive Time. I had my own show on a Sunday night on Kiss with playlisted stuff. Yeah, and then I've done other various things, like lots of internships. I intended DJ Mag writing for a bit. I did something for like an online think tank for Sony Music for a bit, the 16 to 24-year-old thing when I was younger, ran my own music blog. So yeah, I was quite... I was quite busy doing all that sort of stuff before that was before kiss. And then, yeah, I guess, I guess those kind of working through those different time slots and doing those takeovers that you get different audiences and it guess, I guess everything is kind of, everything is practice, I guess. And it's, and it's, and you learn how to just react to those different audiences and those different time slots and different types of people on those different time slots. And I guess that kind of builds you as a better presenter. Yeah, exactly that. Um, that that was kind of always my thought process. It's just the more mm. practice, the better. And it's the different styles of presenting and being able to find your own kind of tone of voice and your style of presenting and broadcasting as well through doing all those different shows. So I think I've kind of taken elements of all of the different styles of shows and kind of put them together and found like what works for me personally. So yeah, I kind of I think I've got sometimes a bit of a daytime energy, but specialist dance music has been my life since I was 18 and I'm so passionate about it and I could talk about it for hours everything from techno driving techno through to jungle drum and bass through to disco and house and yeah I just I really I just love it all I've just spent the last years 10 years learning basically and um yeah just immersing myself in all the different scenes and worlds and club culture and and yeah and obviously DJing as well I started DJing wise I started DJing properly once I was on the community radio station so I was doing DMB TV and I didn't start DJing until probably about a year after that and then about a year after that I would have been 23 24 I started properly DJing in clubs like actually being paid to DJ to do proper sets (laughs) um because there's a difference in playing in your bedroom to actually playing out and yeah it was about around about 24 I think I was properly starting to get booked for some shows when it comes to presenting is there any kind of presenters interviewees kind of people that you've looked at or watched over the years and gone i like their style or you've taken bits from their style or that you just that's molded into how you present now yeah definitely i think i mean i know it's probably an obvious one but annie mack was obviously someone to me that was i just i idolized from very early on i really loved the fact that she fused lots of different styles together like for me she's very journalistic in the in the way she describes things she's very descriptive as well when she's talking about music and I think that's quite similar to the style I have not because I've copied her per se but because I've come up through the journalistic route like I used to write a lot Mm. I used to write for music blogs I went to DJ Mag for a little bit and I always wanted to bring that element of my skill set into my broadcasting as well I kind of wanted that to be to be what I was known for so yeah that's something that she does really really well um Marianne Hobbs as well obviously used to listen to Pete growing up and then Danny yeah I think I 
I think kind of like the key specialist broadcasters on Radio 1. Radio 1's always been, for me, um, kind of the pinnacle of specialist broadcasting. And yeah, I've always looked up to a lot of the figureheads on there. Yeah, I agree with you saying that. I, like, I love listening to Annie Mac. I'd love to interview her. Like, I, I, the way she just speaks about music and the way you kind of ask the questions has always been mad for me. And I, since I've been doing this, I again, I, I, I will look like I've, I've been looking so. Far. I was watching this thing on uh, on YouTube at the weekend. It was like this guy interviewing with chicken wings and and hot sauce. And, and the, but the way he was asking questions, I was like, whoa, that's a whole different way. And since then, it's like, well, like just trying to watch as many different styles of interview to see what I'm, you know, can I, can I, can I get better, you know? Cool. Okay. And then, and now, and now you're the new face of drum and bass on Radio One. So, firstly, massive yes. congrats. Look, let's let, hang on. We can have a little look. We've got a little. Oh, get the air ones out. Claxon. Uh, so, congratulations. Can you tell us about that? Tell us about that kind of how you feel about it and kind of what when it starts. And yeah, let's just talk about Radio One. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Firstly, um, do you know, I don't think it actually had properly sunk in until Radio 1's big weekend this weekend because it's the yeah. first time I've really been around everyone properly since it got announced. So that was really exciting. Um, the show starts in September. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on a Saturday night. So it's moving from Monday to a Saturday night. So it's going to be prime time, which That's is it. great. So yes. So big, a big move for drum and bass as well. It's the first time it's been on that slot. Um, yeah and 11 p.m till 1 a.m in the morning it's going to be so again a prime time for if you're a raver and you're getting ready to go to rave and you're pre-drinking at like 11 p.m at home yeah that's kind of the audience we're going for so yeah that's that's kind of all i can say at the moment though that's all the information i can give in terms of like (laughs) features and stuff i'm not we're not allowed to talk about that yet but um i've got (laughs) i've got so many ideas just know that it's going to be high energy lots of fun got loads of ideas for fun features and stuff so yeah and I feel for me personally this kind of era of drum and bass at the moment this new generation it's it's such an exciting time we've got this new wave of new gen DB producers DJs vocalists that are also DJs and kind of emceeing their sets and yeah I, I it's something I'm really passionate about is kind of really showcasing these artists um making sure that our show is fully inclusive as well there are so many amazing new elements to the scene like unorthodox which is this new wave movement by a DJ called Nathan X um one of my friends Toby a good friend now um and it's the first queer kind of it was a it was the first queer drum and bass party to launch in the UK and now there's a few more popping up off the back of it and he's cultivated this whole community so yeah we need to be doing more in the scene to help elevate this, the, the communities and you know to really elevate more artists of color and yeah that's something I'm definitely going to bring to the show 100% that's amazing. Um, so yeah, I have a couple of questions. Like, do you get to kind of, I guess, feature-wise, do you get to kind of input into that, or is it and and drive kind of what you want to do on the show, and how much is how much freedom are you given with that? Yeah, definitely. In terms of artists, it's definitely like a collaborative project. Um, yep. If I'm really passionate about an artist or somebody that I'd like to feature on the show, I mean, this is just I'm just going. Obviously, we haven't started the show yet. I'm just going on when I've covered and the other shows yeah, that yeah. I have done already. The great thing about Radio One is they really do believe in the figureheads and the presenters and believe in their music knowledge and trust it. There is obviously a lot of input from the producers as well. You know, it's definitely a collaborative effort. If there's somebody they've heard, I'm really feeling this person. I'd love to put them on the show. What do you think? And vice versa, you know, it's definitely a collaborative effort. And um, yeah, they're just as passionate about finding new artists and pushing the right types of artists as well. So yeah. And then the second bit, you you mentioned Nathan X. Is there anyone else you're kind of massively shouting about at the moment from a drum bass point of view? 
Oh my god, this so well in terms of like new artists that are yeah, coming yeah, through. Hit, hit me, so many. Me. I mean, well, I mean they're pretty well known already, but K9, K Motions, Near Archives has started this new wave of jungle, which is just so refreshing and it's it's just super cool. Um in terms of Kara is another DJ and producer that I'm loving at the moment. Um there's so many incredible females. Uh, Georgie Riot's coming through. Uh, yeah. Amma's one of my new favorite DJs as well. I've known Amma since the lockdown and she's her vibrancy and energy is just unrivaled. She's she's another great female figure in the scene at the moment. There's loads of great new producers that, yeah, I, I feel like I'm being spoiled for choice at the moment. <laughs> nice. That's good though. It's wicked. Um, let's chat about Radio 1 Big Weekend. Was, was it your first? Like, yes. H- how was it? Are they, what are the highlights and are there any funny stories you can actually share? Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So, um, highlights probably, probably broadcasting from the radio on studio that overlooked the main stage when Calvin closed it. What well, it just was, a, it was mad. It was me, Renee Levice, Pete Tong, Sarah Story. And yeah, it just, it was a very surreal moment. I'm not going to lie. Watching all the pyrotechnics and the fireworks go up and we're overlooking the crowd on the main stage, talking about it, sat next to Pete Tong and Rene and Sarah. And it's, it just, yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a, bit of a moment. That was a highlight. Playing my set on the radio on dance stage as well. That, that just felt like a, it, it, yeah, it was so much fun. And I was sandwiching between Rene Levice and Jaguar. So that's drum and bass and then kind of like house and disco and techno. So I did a, I did a ballsy set where I did a half drum bass set and then transitioned into kind of like hard style and then rave and then house. So that was a bit of a mashup. Wow. Um, yeah. It was so much fun that the crowd were amazing. Yeah. It was, it was so much fun. And then the after party on the Saturday night was, was pretty wavy. It was pretty fun. <laughs> um, it was just one big back to back. You've got like Rene, Danny Howard, Jeremiah Asiyama, like everyone was just, yeah, just like fighting to get on the decks and everyone was just having it. It was, uh, there's, do you know what? There's not, I didn't really see anything at that after party, but the night before they'd all had an after party apparently and they'd found a fancy dress box. Amazing. And, and that had happened and Danny Howard's Amazing. wearing walking around in a pink wig and they've got tinsel on and apparently like because um, we were talking about it on the radio and, and was it was it Danny was it Rene the other way around one of them basically when they got back to the hotel bumped into each other both still wearing the fancy dress they're just like Amazing. so you committed theft as well tonight then that is <laughs> they stole it and took it home um, that's kind of the extent of it though where everyone was quite well behaved I guess Wow, that sounds cool. If you're only Levi's is into the fancy dress, we should get him in the shed. Like, like there is so much fancy dress in here; it's ridiculous. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. We, we should definitely get ready. Get ready in the fancy dress. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, he loves yes. it. He loves it. Loves a bit of tinsel as well. FYI, that was his fave. Nice. We have. Have we got any? T- oh, we've got tinsel. We've got. Have we got? We've got You've got a whole these. glitter curtain behind you. Just, just, just chop a bit of that off. Yeah. We, the, the, yeah. We've got the whole. The whole. The whole shed is kind of glittered all the way around. Um, nice. And there's. And there's. Kind of, like we have stuff in here that's just for the ambiance as well. Like I. Like some. Like lost my. Ambiance. I love that word. Ambiance. Like he's like. But you can't. There's stuff over there, in the, and he's like, you can't even see it on the camera. I'm like, yeah, but I can see it. And it's just. It's yeah. Just here. That's like, aesthetic. Yeah. Like, sure. I've got this lovely, lovely. 
white wall behind me today. Awesome. <laughs> it was because I set up in the living room as well. We've got I live in the country, so this is the only the good. This is actually the good signal, believe it or not, in the house. I'm right next <laughs> to the roof in the in the living room near a white wall. So that's that's why I'm here and not in my studio upstairs. Works, works. Yeah, okay. there you go. I actually found that the gang in the chat won't have seen this, but I actually found this. We've got so many inflatables. Gang, I found this like like frame at the weekend. Look, it's like high. oh nice. That's that's giving me wedding uh, wedding photo booth vibes. That is that's a so, wedding yeah. photo booth all over. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Yeah. Um, let's talk, let's let's talk about your label. Uh, so total, tell me yes. about it. You've had yes. one release. We've had one release, and we've got one coming out in a couple of weeks. It is a multi-genre dance label, so we put out everything from kind of like house to techno, jungle, drum, bass. Um, everything is welcome. There is one rule and one rule only, and that is that the record has to make you feel, like really evoke a feeling. So yeah, we're a feeling-focused dance music label. That's that's kind of the slogan of the label. And the first record was um, kind of like an ambient sort of like driving techno record. The mm. second one um, is that's coming out in a couple of weeks is that was by Solos. And then the second one is by Dark Arts Club, who's had a couple of releases out on Flyboy and Gina Deep's done a remix for. He makes like a plethora of different sounds. And uh, Shania's on that record as well, who was nice. the voice of the Save Nightlife campaign, the track that Yusuf did. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, Save the Night. Can you save the night? I'm not going to sing it. Yep. But yeah, yeah, I did. So she, <laughs> she's the vocalist on the record. She's also done a, just done a track with Amy L that's just come out. So yeah, she's brilliant too. So that's the next record. And then cool. the, the next two, we're still trying to clear samples for. But if we do, they're bloody great and they're big dance floor tracks. So we're waiting on those now. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, let's fingers crossed you get them cleared. Yeah, I, I know. Fingers crossed. Crossing them all. <laughs> um, when I saw you before uh, the uh, Torum Academy, you were on a panel about mental health. And then we, yes. we listened to a, a podcast today, like literally about your mental health and burnout. Can we just kind of talk about that a little bit briefly? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm, I'm very um, open talking about mental health. So fire away. Any questions you want to ask? Um, yeah, just kind of like what happened to you? What? Where did you go? Like how have you kind of dealt with it now? What have you kind of put in place to make sure you don't go through it again, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, so I got PTSD. Or I've got complex PTSD. Okay. So I also suffer with something called dissociative disorder, which was a, as a result of having PTSD. Um, so it was quite full on. Um, I also got two chronic illnesses, which obviously added to it. So my mental health journey has been quite a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So it all started in about 2017. I'd had an operation for one of my chronic illnesses. And again, not that anyone would know this because I didn't really put it up on socials much at the time. Because back then as well, this was in 2017, people were, were only just really starting to talk about mental health openly, particularly in the media. It mm. still wasn't really a thing. But yeah, I went through, a few, I've been through a few things in my life. And yeah, having that operation was kind of just cherry on top of the cake. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was doing like, you know, some weeks I was doing 13 radio shows a week, gigs, voiceover sessions. I was just being really silly. And I'd had my operation and when I came around from the anaesthetic, my brain just went, no, no more. You're done now. Like, you really are. You pushed it too far. And I came around and I really didn't feel right and I wasn't right. And, yeah, that was kind of the start of trying to diagnose the complex PTSD, which I now suffer with. Um, mm. 
it has its good days, it has its bad days. Uh, it's worse when I am stressed, I'm not sleeping well, I'm not eating right, I'm not looking after myself. So yeah, the way I combat that is obviously alcohol for me, like drinking too much alcohol is just like a no-go. Like I would treat myself, but I have a rule now, especially shows I play on my own if I don't know anyone else there. It's a two drink limit. I find that really helps for me. I'll just have two drinks and that's it. I'm pretty much a health freak now. I know that lots of people in music suffer with their mental health because it's like a lack of sleep. Sleep is so vital for good mental health. People, I think, downplay that sometimes. So yeah, making sure I get enough sleep. And if I do have a weekend where I'm burning the candle a little bit, making sure I'm just being kind to myself the first three days, even if I'm really busy with work, making sure I'm drinking lots of water, eating right, making sure I'm getting into bed early if it's possible, if I'm not, you know, busy with other stuff. So yeah, there's, I think also just learning the power of saying no, which is something that's really hard for anyone in the early stage of their career. I totally get that. And that's where I had my downfall because I felt like I had to be a yes man in order to progress. So the thing I got very good at very quick, instead of saying no to work opportunities, which was really important, was just to say to mates in the week, I can't come out for a drink on a Wednesday night. I'm really sorry. Um, I have a rule now where I have in the week, I'll have a maximum of two things that I'll do. Or like if it's seeing a friend or going for dinner, I have a maximum of two things I'll plan in for a week. And that's it. I kind of, yeah, I just am a bit stricter with myself. It sounds boring, but it's actually, it's, it's, it's really helped me personally. And it's the way that I kind of have to be with myself. Cause otherwise you just, I just get run down and end up in a mess again. I get ill. So, um, yeah, I just think sleep, water. I know it sounds so simple, but sleep, water, make sure you're exercising. Even if you don't like the gym or like exercising, I go, I go for really long walks sometimes on days when I can't exercise, just even just nice. getting out, not sat in front of my screen for hours a day because that is the devil too. Um, I wear, oh, I wear glasses. I haven't got them on the moment because we're obviously streaming, but they have blue light filters on them, which I found oh, really nice. helped because um, I used to have really bad insomnia as well and I actually sleep much better since I've started using those. So little tip for anyone. That stairs That's the screen cool. all day. I've got some of those as well. I might try them. Yeah. I actually bought some of those and forgot that I've got them. Cool. They are good. They are helpful, I found. They are good. And then let's, should we get into demos? What did you think of, my, yes. as a kind of overall, what did you think of the kind of quality? Was there any, was there any that you definitely, definitely like? Like, but, Without saying names or track titles, is it? Yes. Oh, okay, fine. Um, yes, there, there's some really great stuff. There's one record that I'm really interested in, actually. I'll say that off the bat. Um, obviously, I won't say names until we get down to yep. it. But yeah, there was, a real, there was a real mixture, wasn't there, in terms of like quality and genres. We've got a bit of everything in there. Um, lots of different ideas. Yeah, some some vocals, some not vocals, some techno, some jungles, some drum and bass, some ambience and driving. So yeah, there's a, there's a good mixture in there. So just so you're aware, on our stream, on our own our streams, we have a couple of extras. So if you like it, we can play the, we can go for the. Okay, love it. If you super like it, then the, I'm a massive fan of the Hulk. So we have, we have we we call it the Hulk. Smell. Hulk! And we give it a big old. Smell! Okay, very good. <laughs> uh, we have all the sound very effects. It, it's, all a bit, it. it's all a bit dilly. Yeah, that's it. That's kind of all we got right there. We got a load of other sounds, but we're not going to use those. It's all good. Wicked. Right, let's let's just change change screen. We want to. So you, yeah, we have all the radio. Do you know? Do you know? I don't know if you. I don't know if I told you. We have, like 
We, we for the last year and a half, we have been saying that we Radio One is calling us up at some point because our production on this on this stream is so second to none. Uh, one time the camera sort of was falling over and we propped it up with an inflatable banana. Lovely, um, I love that. I love a bit of uh, DIY. On uh, April Fool's Day, we announced that we had, we had been finally called up by Radio One, so much so that we're taking over Danny Howard that evening. And obviously it was at April Fool's, but we had so many people call us and go, like from big labels going, what? This is happening. No, I can't no. believe it. Like, like that, on they April fully, Fool's? Yeah, this they fully believed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, on April Fool's. They fully believed it. And um, I've never been called wanker so many times in one day. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Delightful. There's some lovely people on the internet, aren't there? I know. I know. No, this was my industry people. They were like, oh, really they, were, they were really going, you've done it, you've done you it. Imagine they fully believed us, but then yeah, it was it was it was funny. So if you see in the chat for Radio One Production, I've just seen because I can see on the chat now, you see, so I'm just reading like who's this? Let's have a look. Oh yeah. So you can see the chat now. Very good. Wicked. Hello everybody. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you've got any questions for Charlie, drop them in the chat. We will ask them uh, accordingly. Right, let's get on with these demos. Right, so yeah. first one, you've yeah. listened. So you've just so everyone in the way, you've listened to these and you've made notes because what we what you'll find is now. you you're going to lose all the bottom end because where, where it kind of goes through the stream to you back back again. That's why we make you listen to before so that everyone's listened yes. already. We're going to listen now. I'm going to we're just going to try and pack as many as possible. So we'll just listen to parts of them. And let's get cracking. Right. First one. This is Jess Kidd featuring Miss B. Miss B's got an amazing voice. And it's called Never Again. Let's play this. The mind of the soul has been free to fulfill themselves. Never, 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 Wicked, we're back. Fancy, very good. Oh, I've just realised we can fade with with the volume. Nice. Okay, what did you think of that? I really love this one. Um, I've actually heard Jess Kid before. Um, I'm not sure if I heard much of her production, but yeah, I really love this. I feel like it was very reminiscent of those circus recordings, knee deep and sound vibes. The percussion feels very like Ibithenkin, very tribal, really, really cool. And I really like the vocals, like the structure of the strings, the string composition that I felt yeah, it feels very powerful. With each track, by the way, I'm going to tell you everything I love about it and then I'll do suggestions after. So I always think that's a nice way around to do it. Start with what you love about the track and what sort of things I think that, you know, might really help to make it better. The one thing I thought about this is I, I really love this track, but I'm not sure about having both those samples in there. I really think that that vocal, the, the female vocal is strong enough on its own in this record, actually. And when the, I'm guessing that's the Martin Luther King vocal that comes in. It sounds very similar to, to one of his speeches. I feel like that could be a separate track on its own. 
Um, Alan Fitzpatrick did a really powerful track like that called Colour of a Dream, which is I'm obsessed with and I still play it now. And um, that's that's just a whole sample on its own. I don't I don't I think it's a bit too convoluted with both. Sometimes I think having a simple idea is better. It, I just I, personally I don't think they both work together. And it's such a shame because that track is amazing, and I, I wouldn't want to take away from the female vocalist on it if that makes sense. Mm. I think it's Nelson Mandela. There you go. Very good. There you go. Straight in there in the chat. Um, nice. But yeah, I think yeah, I just I think as well because some of the the vocal samples overlap as well. So you can't hear them. There's bits where they overlap. It's like, oh, they're just both so beautiful. I really want to hear them breathe and really be able to hear them in the production. What else did I put as a note? Oh, yeah, I just, I'd like to hear a bit of that low end poking through a bit more, a bit more of the bass and the sub coming through because I feel like the percussive elements are really strong, um, but I'm not hearing enough kind of, not, not just from there when I was listening to it before, just to clarify. I really think that the breakdowns, that she should take a bit more time with them and really build them. I feel like there could be some much bigger moments in there and build the drama a little bit and really tease and strip everything back so you've just got the strings building to a crescendo. Um, I think that would build really nicely. There's a really good track that does that by Hot Since 82 actually called The End. The Saab remix of that is still one of my favourites ever and just, yeah, it's it's beautiful. I think basically, but I love it. I really love this track. I just think, yeah, I think stick with that kind of female vocal on there. Use that other sample for another record. And um, yeah, just kind of really build that breakdown and create more of a more of a moment, more of a dramatic moment. Because all the elements in there are beautiful and really kind of just to use them and play with them and, and, and build more of a moment. Maybe even if you just want to do it on the second breakdown, not on both. Um, but yeah, hear those strings really breathe. And, and yeah. It's de- I'm just thinking about kind of your your remit for the label it definitely makes you feel that track like you definitely get yeah. a warm kind of yeah it's, it's do you know what it's it's for the label personally i'm looking for a bit more punch that is a beautiful beautiful track i think that i'd sit like i said really nice on something like circus hot sense 82's label i think that'd fit really nicely somewhere like there i do really love this track though i, I was listening to it and it's really good but i think for me personally <laughs> my a lot of the tracks i put out are club records and i'm not sure if that's something Obviously, I want to support the records that I sign as much as possible. And it's not not quite high energy enough for me to perhaps play out in a set at the moment. But that might change if I play more in Ibiza. But yeah, it's it's a really great track. Loved it. Right. Let's, let's, that's wicked. Thank you. Wicked. Uh, welcome all those people that are joining us. Pixels1234, Anna, Ornova. Yeah, sorry that all the, the submissions are closed for today. But if you join the Discord, we announce these sessions all the time. We've got more coming in June, and we're going to be more doing more NR sessions in June. So keep an eye for those in the Discord. We've dropped the forms in there to submit your demos. Or sometimes we just go, let's listen to the demos live, and we just open Discord and jump in there and see what's in there. Cool. Let's move on. Nice Yen. Cool who we've had on here before. She does make some amazing music, so I'm excited to hear what she's made this time. Right, let's get cracking.
there we go. I really like that. A strong man, strong kick. Really cool vibe to this one. It was giving me a bit of a stress, stress records feel this, feeling very reminiscent of like Tommy Farrow, Blueprint, even some of the earlier Prosper stuff. Yeah, really cool. Liked the piano, love the piano on this. Like the vocal, I, I would like them to sit a bit louder in the mix. I, I feel like they were being a bit a bit lost. Um, so I go back into your EQ in there and make sure that you EQ in everything that's sitting nicely and, and it's it, it, in, in its threshold. Everything's sitting nicely in its place and it's not overlapping so you can really hear everything punch through. Also, I can't decide whether this record's trying to be a roller or a standout record because for me at the moment, it's very much a roller, but I think it would be a nice standout record. I just feel that they need to take their time with the breakdown and again, just build a bit more of a moment if it is going to be a standout record um, listen to Tommy Farrow's records, listen to Blueprint. They're really good at doing that. But if you did want it to just kind of be a roller, it's very similar to an artist called Killig, who I love at the moment, who's gone under various different aliases, Blind Motor being another one he used to produce under. Mm. Yeah, I, and the first 16 bar of this record, we were just talking about this, very bold and brave to literally just kind of have <laughs> a kick and a snare at the beginning with nothing else because you will hear all the discrepancies. And the only person that really gets away with that is someone like Adam Bayer. Um, listen to his track your mind and the way he gets around that is to make everything sound a lot fuller you know if you're going to make that just be that sparse at the beginning you know get some reverb on there make everything sound wide put some distortion on that kick don't make it sound sparse would be my piece of advice but yeah really good really good strong kick like the, uh, the percussion on there yeah I just I feel like they just I'd, I'd like a little bit more from it more of a moment feel for me, it was a lovely roller, but if you would like it to be a stand-up track, build a moment, pick one element and let that kind of be the defining element of the record. Is that the vocal? Is that the synth? And show it off a little bit more. But if it's a roller, then it's a really nice chilled roller. But I couldn't decide what they were trying to convey. <laughs> It'd be nice to know what, what they wanted to do with the record because I wasn't quite sure listening to it. But it, it's a lovely vibe. I love the piano on it. I think the piano is really emotive, really cool. A nice little picture as well. That, that, that's yeah. very cute. I'm guessing <laughs> yeah, that's really them as a little one. Yeah. Really cute, isn't it? I used to have that record player as well. Uh, and one, yeah. sorry, one other piece of advice I've just seen that I've forgotten is uh, for your percussion, um, in terms of making everything kind of punch through and sit nicer, is I mean, try looking, I don't know what door they use, but um, I use a glue compressor, something that I've started using. And I found that like really helps with percussion to make it sit a bit nicer. Uh, oh yeah! If you want to crack, call a rave horn, by the way, or or a hulk, you can just just let. Oh, okay, fine. Oh yeah, I've forgotten to do that, didn't I? Can we give we, less, we, less, less, let's give let's give a rave horn to the first two. Go on then. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm too kind. I'm probably just going to give it to everyone just out of just, <laughs> just that's who I am. <laughs> Thank you for nice. taking part. Yeah, no, we love it. Right, let's crack on. This is by Babylon Broken. I oh, know it's not, is it? Hang on. What's oh, the title? So glue compressor for the win. Uh, who is the vocalist on the last track someone asked? We don't, it doesn't say, does it? Oh, uh, do you know, so that, so Mario, who comes into our into our streams. It's me, Mario. He he always <laughs> asks uh, for the for the vocalist. So we've, oh, now made this, we've now made this command that we, he can just type his name and it comes up with who is the vocalist to save him some time and just be a bit more. I see. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We everything is involved in the communities. It's funny, uh, so when I if, see. You, if, if Mario arrives, we've we've even got a little like. Where are you getting these from? I want this. These are very cool. 
Oh, we have we have this little thing. It's like we have, we have we have a little stream deck, and we can I can press all these buttons. It's oh, I see. Yep, it's all the stupid in here. Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> the cow. If you play, yeah, the cowbell mode is because we actually have a cowbell as well. Look, we actually have some. Oh yay! <laughs> right, so let's carry on. This is so this is satisfaction slut slut cut. Is that a yeah. drag? Okay. I think it's probably like the ed the edit that they've created. They're calling it ah, the slut. okay. Slut gotcha. cut. I think that's the idea. Yeah. Right, I get it. Sick. I think so. Yeah. Okay, let's play this. So it's by Babylon Brook. It's called Satisfaction. It's a slut cut of that. Okay, gotcha. Let's go. whether i like the, I, I think i like quite like it like it was mad okay so firstly <laughs> there's a lot of ideas going on in here and i know i did actually read underneath in the blurb that you're moving house at the moment in moving studio so you won't weren't doing any original productions you're just doing mashups at the moment okay so even with that in mind mashup wise for me these were quite big sort of in the 2000s again I just think there's there's lots of ideas going on in here. I think you've you got about three different tracks in here. Um, the Satisfaction kind of rework using that vocal a track on its own. I'm not sure about the fuck on it, but I do like the punk techno feel you're trying to go for. I do get that element kind of breaking through. Reminds me a bit of Amara stuff that she's doing at the moment on Trick. So I, I like the style that you've gone for. Again, I just think there's too many ideas in one track and just to kind of pull them out and stick with one idea and, and just kind of really run with it. Again, I'm not sh the satisfaction fuck thing. I think if you're going to put emphasis on a track like that, make it punk, I can't also really hear it. So it kind of loses the desired effect. If you're going to have a profanity on a record, you really want it to drive home and make people go, oh, like, okay, that's a bit punk, that. Um, mm. But you can always barely hear it over the satisfaction vocals. So it's kind of getting lost and the effect of it isn't really having the maximum impact. So yeah, I would say go away, have a little think about what that track needs in terms of if you're going to do a mashup like that, go listen, Eats Everything is the King of These. He did a really good mashup of like uh, Ewan McVicker and his own track, uh, Tell Me Something Good and his own track, Miss Honey, recently, which really works. If you're going to do a mashup, it has to be structured and you either switch between the two records if they are too busy themselves to put together or you just pick the undertone of a, a record and use the vocal from another and then switch between. Mm. That for me is quite busy. The mix is quite messy. But yeah, have, go away and have a little have a little thing. I'm trying to be nice and constructive and not sound like I'm being mean, but <laughs> yeah, have a little think about what, what you want to use that for, really. Yeah, I, I liked, I kind of, like you're saying, I like the, 
the, I like the punk bit. The kind of I like yeah. the fox. I, I actually quite like the funk fox. I think if it's hard, like I said, if if, you, if you're going to use it on a record, yeah, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying no, no, I agree. Yeah, maximum for that to have the maximum effect, you want kind of a punky, dark, driving instrumental just with that over the top of it, you know, for maximum yeah. effect, like you say. Yeah, it could be, it could be a nice B side where it's just like you the other the, the other part of the track where it's pulled out. We were saying that that you were saying that there's a section when you were like, this is this could be a record, and I was like, I was agreeing with you, and and yeah, you could get one record out of it, and then the then the dark sided fuck side on the other side would be quite nice. It'd be quite a cool yeah. B. Hassa did a really cool track called This Shit Is Over and it literally just repeats This Shit Is Over, This Shit Is Over <laughs> and that, and you know, that's on Trick as well. They're putting out a lot of that sort of sound at the moment. Yeah, go and listen to that as a kind of reference track if that's kind of the feel you're going for. I feel that is a track that does that that style very well. Yeah, and just repeats it over and over and that's it. Again, sometimes the simplest elements give the maximum effect. If you're going to be doing things like that, really good to go away and listen to something similar that's been really successful and see how they've done it. Yeah, there was an old that was an old Tom Neville track, Just Fuck, as well. That was quite a good track. That that mm. was that was a strong use of the the uh, F word. The F bomb. Wicked. Uh, let's carry on. Okay. Yes. No. How do you say this? How do we say this? No me. No me. No me. No me. No me. Yep. Sorry, Naomi. Probably it's probably is it Naomi? Are we saying Naomi no. wrong? Sorry if we've got that wrong. Naomi? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> But let's let's go for it. And dance till you feel better. Get on off of that thing. And dance. Release the pressure. Get on off of that thing. And dance till you feel better. Get on off of that thing. And dance. Release the pressure. was uh thumping as yeah i really see i'm a big techno head so this kind of driving peak time techno sound is is really for me like i really like it i really like the structure i really like the use of percussion you know it's, they've really thought about uh the record and and how it's there's a lot of i love records where there's a lot of movement in the music so i and the one way to achieve this is like you know altering the velocity of some of your percussion to give it a bit more rhythm make it feel like it's moving and pulling you through the track this does mm. this really well i'd be interested to know though whether they made this on like in a live setup using analog equipment and then just recorded it as a live track it doesn't actually say but for me personally it's punchy but it does sound quite quiet still even when i listen to it and and um, yeah, I think, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's how they made it, but if you are going to do it that way, you need to make sure it's still kind of as punchy as, as your, as the, uh, the other artists that, that just build things digitally. I really, really love the sound for me. It just needs to be a bit louder. I just, I just think it, you know, it needs to, I think it was a pre-master. Yeah, I agree. I also think it is a pre-master and mastering will really bring a lot of those sounds out. Agreed mm. to the person in the chat that just said that. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear it, what it sounds like mastered. But for me personally, when you compare it against a lot of other records 
of that same kind of sound and caliber you, you also want it to be punching through um yeah i'd be interested to hear it mastered nancy live does this sound very very well um i'm sure you're a lot a lot of you are familiar with with them already um i love i would that. suggest I love yeah, yeah i would suggest going and checking out their stuff as a reference track because if this is mark well it doesn't sound mastered to me but yeah, I'd like. I basically, I'd like to hear it mastered because a, a lot of the mix, the mix for me personally is really nice on this. When I was listening to mm. it, I was like, everything's quite well balanced from what I remember off the top of my head. Uh, what did I write? Generally, it needs to be louder. Yeah, uh, elevated when it's mastered. Yeah, I think we should give it a. What's it called? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, she should definitely go and check out Nancy. Nancy's making some wicked music. And... Yeah, Nancy lives. Sick, but I've been chatting to them a little bit recently. They're killing it, absolutely. There's actually a really funny uh, video that kind of went viral of her. What did she do? She was doing something. She was like playing some of her equipment with her head. She's like yeah, she it. does. She does. Yeah. She does. She's, yeah, she's brilliant. Epic. Yeah, she's wicked. Next up, okay. P Y N swear it. Yes. Let's go with this. Wow, that was really cool. That was really cool. Really like that one. And like again, the difference between the last track and this track. That that is what mastering does. You can hear that that is mastered a hundred percent already. Yeah. Yeah, really great track, really high quality, really cool. Giving me like alternative pop feels this, isn't it? It's kind of like an old pop track. Yeah. Um, kind of indie, really cool, but still with like the housey elements in there. Really love the piano. Yeah, nicely balanced. The only thing we were saying as well is that I, I still can't quite hear the lyrics. It's such a good vocal and she's a great vocalist, but I can't hear what she's saying. So yeah, yeah it's sitting in the mix a bit too much. I, I kind of want to elevate that a little bit more. I don't know whether that's just with volume because maybe if you try and turn that up, I don't know if it's clashing with some other elements at the same frequency. Because um, it's quite a toppy record, this. So I love it, though. I think I think it's the best so far. Really professional sounding. I love the flow to it. I love the energy to it. It's a proper little vibe. We were dancing away, and like that, you know, yeah. that's a desired effect of a record. Really summertime vibes. Can just imagine someone playing this on a terrace somewhere, like outside in the sunshine. Um, really cool. I think that needs a punch. The hulky one. Let's give it a smash. Let's give it a smash. Yeah, yes, that's really yeah, cool. I'm, yeah, we, we want to hear the lyrics. We want to hear the li- I don't actually know what she's saying. I want to hear the lyrics of the vocals. That'd be my one piece of critique. Agreed, agreed. Uh, yes. What's somebody else saying? They're saying the vocals are wicked and this needs a bit more work, overall structure. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, what did I put here? Uh, 
Oh, mate. Uh, no, that's not that. That's for the next one. Oh, yeah. When you're listening to it, I couldn't really notice it when we listened to it there, but when I listened to it off the stream, the snare, um, or what well, I can't, or was it how I can't remember, is was overpowering the vocal for me. Uh, not on the, you can't. I couldn't hear it on here for some reason. When I listened to it before, um, yeah, I really want to hear that vocal breathe a bit more, so it's not fighting against anything. Yeah. What else? Like, uh... oh, there's a little electronic blip in there as well, which we can't really hear on here. Um, the sound of it messy. It's almost like you know when you loop a sample and there's a click at the end, like whether or not but it's not been looped. I could kind of hear that in before. It sounds like there's a little something in there. But yeah, overall, really great. Really, really enjoyed that. That's a really, really yeah. strong track. Okay, let's go on. Neurophonic. D oh, cool. We've got some DMB, I think. I feel like, yes, yes we have got some DMB. Yes. Yeah, we've got okay. a few. We've got two. We've got two drum bass tracks. Awesome. Great. Let's play this then. Cool. So yeah, really cool record. And the can I just say that is how you start a track at the beginning. The drama <laughs> at the beginning, pulling you in, stop starting. I'm, I was here for that when I heard it. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, really pleasantly <laughs> surprised by that. Not gonna lie. Um, some really cool ideas in here again. Kind of like giving me like glitch hop vibes. This a bit, a bit like uh, Gyrofield, a really cool new artist that's kind of putting this sort of sound out. A lot of critical, the critical records fam make a lot of this sort of stuff. It felt like it was starting like glitch hop, and then like yeah, it kind of erupted into a very different track. So I like the switch up. That was a really nice surprise. Percussion for me, I don't know why we said this on the stream again. Like when I was listening before, um, for me, I felt like the percussion, the percussion sounds like it's punching through a lot more in here than when I listened offline. I don't know why, um, but for me, yeah, just a, a little, little bit more punch with that kick. It doesn't really sound like they've side chained all of the channels to the kick for me personally. Really work on that. Yeah, the mix needs a little bit more work. Uh, what did I write? Da, 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 da. Yeah, just put the mix down. I want to hear all of those elements working. Um, I th there's a few bits that are still just like slightly crashing together, but there's some really great elements in there. And I love the synth and I love the glitchy vibes. It's nicer at the beginning when it, the track's simpler. It's as soon as you, they've kind of added the bass line and the sub and everything comes together when it starts to get a bit like convoluted. So yeah, really look at your mix down, um, get Spectrum out and test that if you're not sure. Make sure that, you know, they're not fighting at frequencies. Make sure that, yeah, your mix down is tight because all the ideas are great. Also, I noticed with the kick, maybe, I think the kick's sitting a bit too high. Maybe like make it, put it some decibels lower, make it lower. Make it sit darker because it sits at the, it's punching like a, a higher frequency than I imagine a kick for most drum bass records to punch at, punch her out. So yeah, I don't know if I've explained that very well, but I know what I mean. But yeah, overall, really like the idea. Really cool, really different, really fresh. There's not a lot of this sound out at the moment, but it's becoming very popular. Um, but I like it. It's cool. Can I have a little klaxon. Do it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> 
Yes. Harvest, Harvest just came into this track. How, how was that, Harvest? Are you waking up? Are you, are you woke, like he, he's in the states? So are you wake? Are you awake after that mad drum and bass? That's mental. Oh, uh, drum and bass is the way to wake up. <laughs> it's the only thing I run to drum and bass. I love running to drum and bass. It's like the perfect pace for my feet when I run. Uh, I tried. I tried to right at the very start of my running career, and uh, and got about a kilometre and then and then ran out of energy really, really quickly because it's so fast. And I, and I was, and I literally had to slow down my running music to like disco because I'm so slow. Um, <laughs> Bless you. And, and then I have, and I'm, I'm slowly getting a little bit faster now and I've slowed, I'm back up to just, I'm, I listen to the Justice Woman album and loads at the moment for running because it's just oh, like, because nice. it just goes up and Perfect. up and up. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, come Slow on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, definitely got loads. Of this. So yeah, those little brown things in the chat were the shed shakers. We have we have we have shed, shed shaking emotes for our, for for uh, in the chat. So uh, that's what they were. So I was asking, was I was yeah, little, little, little brown shaking things? Was like, are they shaking. pints of beer? I couldn't work out. Little, little, that makes sense. Little shaking emotes, and we also have so Shelley Shelley, my other half, chooses all the drum and bass for uh, for data transmission. She has oh yeah, of course, yeah. She has her own shell Shelley shaker in the in the chat. And all on Friday, she picks her shell Shelley Sheller. For our drum and bait, for our show on a Friday. Nice. Yes. Right. Carry on. That was wicked. Right. Fat supply addition. Yes. Let's do this. Good quality though. Good standard though. All, so far. Yeah, well. we've had some great ones. Yeah. I was going to say this one's yeah. This one's pretty much the same one. Three three. This one's ready to release in my opinion. They could put this out now. addiction. go that was solid man yeah that was really cool and again like another example of a track that is has been mastered um sounds really polished you can hear the sound quality there everything punching through the difference that mastering makes a eh? um what did i put yeah really nice punch to that kick the percussion works really nicely in, in unison you can tell that they've really thought about the structure of that track when they sat down to make it everything kind of flows really nicely the breakdowns work nice i love the use of like the snare rolls and the drum rolls in there they're really good um yeah someone in the chat saying clean exactly that nice and clean great quality oh that's ready to put out now in my opinion that's the track that's ready to, to, to go out freaking 909 catch and release those kinds of uh labels i think that'd be really good for you said they've had some they've had some stuff out on wildcard as well before in my opinion yeah it's it's not quite that the type of house that i play out but i think in terms of like the production style like really polished really clean really well thought out yeah i feel that i should have everyone's saying hulk smash i think hulk smash yeah definitely yeah, go on yeah. <laughs> definitely deserve yeah that's ready to go now isn't it really let's be honest um yeah, oh, solid. it's cool. Cool. It's a cool little roller, that. It's a nice little roller. 
is right. Ah, oh, Trish. Amazing. Let's do this. She's had some big releases already, so let's see what she's got this time. I'm excited nice. for this. Moly. Yeah, oh, we like that one. Yeah, another really nice example of a great kind of driving techno record. The thing that we noticed straight away is just feels very wide and full, and you can hear that they've definitely, you know, made their bass like stereo. They've put it on like three channels and they've widened it. It just sounds very wide and full, um, which is what you need, especially when you're going to create like a driving techno record. But, um, I'm not sure. I, I like. The idea, I can see where they were going with the idea of the vocal sample, but they've put an effect on it. And I'm not, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't think that, I don't think the effect works. I'd either like to hear that with the original sample without the effect on it to see what it sounded like, or maybe we were, maybe try something different. I'm not, I'm not sure. Basically, I love the record and I like the idea behind the record, but I'm not sure, if, not sure about the effect on the vocal. I think it's a bit, either ease off it or yeah i'm not what do you what do you reckon i don't like the vocal yeah i just i don't think it worked i don't think i think it sat wrong i don't think you couldn't really like you couldn't again you couldn't because the because the thump was so thumpy and it definitely yeah it definitely passed the kick test so we can get yeah. one of those okay pass the kick test i quite like the kick thank you um <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely passed the kick test but I just the vocal didn't work. I don't think it worked. Yeah. Just yeah. see what happens in the break because I don't, I don't know if it needs it. Just sometimes it doesn't need a vocal. You can just yeah. Just sometimes it just kind along. of rolls through. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It definitely banged though for sure. Great work, yeah. Trish. Okay, we're getting through. Wicked. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ivy movie. Drum and bass. Some more drum and bass. Um, yes. I'm. I'm. I'm excited for everyone to hear this one. Actually, I really like. I really liked this one. Okay, this is fun then. Let's go for this.
go. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. I, I, I loved this track. This is my favourite out of all of them, actually. And, um, yeah, I, there's so many things I love about this record. I love the vocal. I love that it's kind of got, like, the jungle elements to it, the breaks that are in there, the famous, like, the infamous kind of famous breaks in there. I think someone said, did someone call it, it was a think break that's in there. I love the 4 by switch, 4 by 4 switch up. Lots of artists are doing this at the moment. I really loved it. I'd be interested in it for my label, actually. We were saying that. I, I really do love it that much. I need more women, and I need more women making drum and bass. Um, the only bits of critique I would give for this is when that bass line comes in, I don't think it works in some places. Sometimes you, it's nice just to let a track breathe as a bit of a roller. Um, I love the 4x4 switch up. I feel like that, I love that, but I feel like that needs to not carry on as long. I think if you're going to do it, you do it for like a couple of bars and go back into drum and bass, or you do it as a second switch up that makes sense but I love this record this is my favourite out of all of them hands down and yes it does deserve a Hulk smash 100 yes. 100% it was it, I, I, I love it it's really strong it's really punchy um, I love the vote I really I, I really fell in love with it it's my favourite 100% um, I'm going to hit her up and see what else she's got and see if she'd be interested in putting some stuff out because I think she's great I really love this one Wicked. Amazing. Amazing. I love this. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Well, you, you, uh, yeah, you've got her details in that, but if she's watching this back or watching it, then yes. feel free to hit you up as well. But yeah, you've got her Yeah, definitely. The, I've got, I've just thing. followed her on Instagram today, actually. So if you're watching this, um, watching yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love when we find new. I like cool. how it's only version four as well. <laughs> Yeah, our date. The last, the first record we put out in total, we went through about twenty different versions. I think, yeah, quite a lot. We changed quite a lot um, on that record. <laughs> Sorry, why, did you, oh, why was why was it, why was the change? Why did you change so much to stab interest? What was? Did you they were all such minor tweaks. The record was so strong when he sent it to me. It was it was mainly the vocal that had to. It was him singing. Right. And he put this real robotic effect on his on his voice at the beginning, and I was like, "Don't want to hear that. I want to hear your human voice poking through." He was trying to disguise his own voice so much, I think he didn't like it. But he's got a really pretty voice, and I was like, "I want to hear the human element in your voice because that's what people connect with." Robot effects only ever really work on records if they're kind of tongue in cheek and fun, like you know, Daft Punk the way they did their records around the world. They're just a bit silly. Um, but I don't, it didn't work. The record was so evocative and emotive. It just didn't, it didn't work for me. So we went back and we kind of redid the vocals a few times, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Love that one. That was great. Amazing. Right. Next up, Lauren yes. Williams, AD Astro Project. Okay. Let's play this.
wow, that's cool. Yeah, that was really cool. That that was giving me like John Hopkins feels that like it just yeah like a chilled John Hopkins. But yeah, really loving all the electronic elements in there. Uh, yeah, exactly. What it said in the chat, sound design is nice. It is really nice. It's really pleasing to listen to. It's yeah, it all it's just really well balanced, really nice. The thing that is lacking a little bit for me there is um, I want a breakdown. There isn't really a breakdown there. It's just kind of like a rolling record. And I think the beauty of these ambient records are the breakdowns, the ambient emotive breakdowns. That's kind of what you want to hear from a, a feeling based record like that. So yeah, I would love to hear that record with more, you know, building down to a breakdown, stripping back the percussive elements and just hearing that synth just kind of breathe and then build. And yeah, a really beautiful record though. I really love the ideas behind that. Yeah, I just kind of, I'd, I'd like just a little bit more of a breakdown in there somewhere or just a, a bit where they strip back the percussion and let the elements breathe a little bit more. Felt like that was the only thing that was kind of lacking. Everything else is lovely. The thing is, some, someone did put, yeah, it's lacking a really thumping kick on there. And I'm like, sometimes with those records, I don't think you need it. Like I just, some, the kick is in there, but it's just the subdued kick, I think works nicer in those those records. It is in there and it adds to it. But like with a lot of techno, you won't hear it. You won't hear it thumping like the mid-range, like a doof, it's like doof. Like it's really low and distorted and reverbed to hell, but it's still got it's it's still got a good punch to it and a difference. It's like a softer, wider punch rather than like a toppier punch. Kind of a face punch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was. So they were all saying in the chat as well, Stranger Things vibes, definitely. And it started <laughs> again, didn't it? Was it yesterday it came out? I can't remember, but I watched a few yesterday. Yeah, Shelley, Shelley, Shelley's watched all those. She hasn't watched this new one yet, but yes, I've not seen. No this. spoilers. No spoilers, please, I've, anyone. I've only seen I've like seen, one episode. Not, no. Yeah, I've not seen any of it. Well, we're getting through these. We've got a couple left. Are we going to have time? Let's see. Yes, trying to squeeze in. Uh, actually, because that one, there's one here that's basically just didn't submit anything. Yeah, I was going to say it's just a page. I got confused by that one. This one, okay. Yeah, well, this is, I mean, this is the last one then, I guess. Cool. This is the last one. Okay, we'll listen to this one. This person's in the chat as well, so let's play this. In the morning sun. also live on 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 the soundcloud um which is interesting because i actually asked that question as well earlier today mm -hmm. also just quickly well before we before we talk about this look this thing here user look user user one three five one three thing thing in there if you do this what if you go to here profile edit profile url you can actually have your own look just edit it there and grab your own just looks a bit more pro yeah 100 percent just quick. Good tip that. Good tip for artists. I've come out. It's really good tip. What did you um? What did you think of that? 
So uh, that's not really, so I'll be honest, first of all, I don't really listen to that style of house a lot. It's not one of my favourites. Um, it kind of is under that kind of donk house category. Everyone calls it donk house, don't they? I don't know if that's the official <laughs> name for it, but that's what I call it and, and a few others would call it. Um, nice. I like I like that it's got a catchy vocal. Like I said, it's not my vibe, but I'm going to critique it in the way that I critique anything else and just say um, the things I like about it first. It's got mm. a catchy vocal. Um, I like the vocal on that. It's quite cool. I didn't feel like there was really any low end on that record, though. I, that, for me personally, I didn't really hear a bass line. Didn't really hear much of a sub. There was no sub to the kick either. The kick didn't really have any kind of un- undertone to it, bass line-wise. Yeah, I just feel like the record could be feel a bit fuller. It just feels a bit sparse at the moment. Um, and I think if you are going to simplify a track and just kind of go for a melody and your kick and a bit of percussion the vocal yeah it, you need to really make sure you maximize those um yeah needs needs some atmosphere yeah exactly that it's just it's lacking a little bit and again like that that will come down to like the mix down and yeah the kick the kick needs needs some more weight to it i think if you're going to do that make sure you do it well make sure like you know even like with the melody and stuff make sure it's wide widen it then make it sound full of, make it fill all the frequencies that are missing essentially um, and again, we mentioned it before. If you're, I don't, I don't, I don't use Logic, but on Ableton, Spectrum is really good for that. If you want to work out what frequency something's sitting at, I just, yeah, I just, it's a nice idea. I think it just needs to needs a bit more work, doesn't it? But catchy vocal, I can imagine. It's like I get I said, I say it's not the type of thing that I would go out and rave to, um, but I, I know a lot of people do, and I think that could be quite summary for a lot of people. Slap house. We need another house genre. <laughs> yep, slap house. That's it. Apparently, it's slap house. Right. I call it donk house because like dum 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 dum. That's how it sounds to me. And yeah. Nice. Okay. Oh no, there's one more. Sorry, there is one more. Last one. Awesome. Let's play this one. That was dark. It was very, I describe it as terrifying techno. Well, most, I mean, you want most techno to be terrifying, all the best is. Like, but that's like Burkheim vibes for me. That's really like proper dark. Yeah. I really like that. Did you? I, I mean, I like, I like my techno. Do you know, it's so funny. I really like hard techno, but I like, I still like a little bit of groove to things. Yeah. Yeah. That is a type of track that you could listen to probably now, but if it's three in the morning and, you're tired and you're sleep deprived that'll probably send me a bit west to be honest i'm not sure i'm not sure i could cope with that three in the morning in a tent somewhere in a field i think that'd probably oh, uh, terrify me 
But, oh, um, I think, but yeah, I, no. I think I'd be. You'd just be. I think I'd love that. Oh man, I quite liked it. It's quite cool. I quite like yeah, that vocal it, as well. It's just like it is. Yeah, it's it's definitely got the shock factor for sure. It's uh yeah. I get. I totally get what they were doing with the sample idea. Um, I like the structure of the track. Um, I feel like the elements need a lot of polishing on that though for me personally. I didn't feel like it was terribly EQ'd and I didn't I didn't hear much side chaining on the kick. Um correct me if I'm wrong, person, but yeah, it just it just feels like it didn't sit it it needs yeah, it needs a bit more work on the mix down. Yeah, and like I said, if you are gonna make that sort of sound, really kind of pull those elements out if you're using like dirty bass lines, still make sure they're like crisp, they're not muddy you know because it sounded quite muddy some of it um but yeah really different really cool like i said burkine vibes on that one taking it to kind of the dark side of the spectrum Finish and really terrifying dark. sample but that's what you want in techno so <laughs> yeah goal achieved i know scary right wow yeah. That was wicked. Well, we found at least one. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I absolutely love that. I'll definitely be hitting Ivy up. I uh, very much, very much enjoyed that. Yeah, we've had some great stuff. The one at the beginning as well by Jess Kidd was amazing. I really enjoyed that too. Um, yeah. We've had some great stuff in there. Really enjoyed that. Thank you for doing that so much. Thank you for taking your time to listen to those. And thank you for being here as well. No worries, uh, what is you. coming up for you the rest of the year? What's coming up for the summer? How's it looking for you the rest of the year? Tell me about yes. what's going on. So uh, festival-wise, really busy summer, getting to play the likes of like Glastonbury this year, Tomorrowland, I get to play in Ibiza for the first time. Um, I'm doing Electric Woodlands, where else am I playing? Loads of Boardmasters, Nice Leopalooza. Uh, it's really hard when you have to try and remember them all. Yeah, but I'm doing, yeah, Ibiza a couple of times. Yeah, it's a really busy summer, really excited. Labour-wise, obviously the next release comes out in two weeks on Total covering Sarah's story again a week on radio on a Friday night and then a couple of times throughout the summer and then the show starts in September. It's so nice and amazing. busy. Amazing. Where are you playing in Ibiza? Uh, Ibiza Rocks. Nice. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's the first cool. time. Yeah. First time I played there. So I'm absolutely buzzing. Yeah. Oh, it's so it looks it looks really. I fl- I played in the old in the old DJ booth there, and it's so fun. But it looks like, it looks mental with that being the middle now. It looks, it looks yeah, like, right in the middle. You're right in the action. You can't hide behind your stage there. Um, you're right right in the front. So yeah. That sounds a mad summer. Wicked. Man, Glastonbury and tomorrow night. That's sick. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously just did radio on big weekend this weekend. So that was mad as well. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's. A pretty surreal summer, I'm not going to lie, but yeah, I'm definitely going to cry a few times this summer for sure, like happy tears. <laughs> I almost cried three times yesterday. I was like, must hold it together. And I saw it on Saturday when I was in the big field on Saturday. Um, managed to hold it together. Amazing. Um, wicked. I think we're there. Cool. Thank you, Charlie, for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's fun. It's so very much fun to see you. Um, and congratulations for everything that's going on. Thank Congratulations for Radio 1. And, Thank yeah, you. So I hope you have an amazing rest of the year. Thank you. Thanks very much. See you soon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye-bye.